And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. Yes, we are back. I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy. Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Larry? Ah, You know, we're just out here living life. I don't know what happened with us last weekend, but... What the heck we're back. I think I think I oh, God, my my work schedule is kind of all over the place. Uh, but last week, I think it was like, what do we have? Like Toy Story or Bright Lightyear? Lightyear. Lightyear. Larry, <laughs> we had Lightyear. Um, listen, I'm trying to give you some time. I'm trying to stall so you can get some time to pull up that five from last <laughs> week. It's okay, but I like, got it this time because okay, I, I was ready this time. <laughs> um, yeah, but last week we had Lightyear. We missed that this weekend. So we got some. We actually have a lot of things to get into regarding the box office, good and bad. I won't say well, not a lot of bad, but like a lot of good when it comes. Bad to Bad was gun. last weekend. Bad was last weekend with this light year. We 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 and light year continued the bad into this weekend. Um, light year, uh, definitely one of the most disappointing openings for Pixar. Fifty point five seven million. You gotta eat the L. You gotta as a studio. You gotta eat that. You know, you gotta, you gotta eat that, and like maybe we should leave these damn toys alone. Cause well, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll have something that. Yeah. Cause like cause the I heard that there was a Woody post credit oh, scene, God. and I'm like, what you do a Woody post credit scene for? Well, what is talking this? About doing a Woody's roundup next, and it ain't gonna make no money again. This I is how buy. we gonna do. All right, so let's get into last week's number. Like we said, we had Lightyear. That was the only big release from last year. It was going up against Jurassic World in its second weekend and Top Gun Maverick in its fourth. So uh, what what was the last week's top five real quick? Yeah, so number one, holding strong was Jurassic World Dominion, which brought in 59.1 million. It dropped mm-hmm. 59% in its second week of release. Yeah. Lightyear debuted at number two with $50.57 million in its domestic opening. Top Gun Maverick dropped an insane 13.9% in its fourth Ooh. weekend of release for $44.6 million. Doctor Strange only dropped 14.7% in its seventh weekend of release for an additional $4.4 million. And then the Bob's Burgers movie stayed put at number five with $1.1 million, a 52% drop in its fourth weekend. That was all last week. So the big stories from last week before we get into Lightyear was... Uh, Jurassic World Dominion held that number one spot. It did drop 60%, just about uh, around 60%, which is not bad for that movie. It's actually I thought it was going to be a little pretty more. much on par with what Fallen Kingdom did. So it's holding yeah. pretty much the same as the last one. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Another impressive thing is that we had three movies over $40 million, which is like very, very rare last week. Um, and they they just it, I don't know it was a really it's been a really good couple of weeks for movies. Of course, when you get into like the top ten, it starts to dwindle out of the a million dollars. But I mean, there's only so many people you know that can go see these things. Uh, top yeah. Gun Maverick, a thirteen point nine percent drop, and making forty four million dollars. The big story of this we'll get into the big story for Top Gun this week um, this when we week. go to these week's numbers. But Top Gun, man. 
What's going I, on? I wouldn't have guessed it. Obviously, we, you know, right up until the release, we weren't really ready for this kind of madness. No. Um, Nobody was, yeah. I don't know. It's just hit some sort of special zeitgeist, and it keeps on going. My goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, this was the first time in years that three movies made over $40 million. So uh, it was really exciting to have that big of numbers sitting at the top of the box office last week. And then this week, uh, I mean, it's just as exciting with what's going on. So, yeah, I thought I just think it's been an impressive run for this movie. And I don't know what's going on, what's happening. Uh, Doctor Strange is now on Disney+. Plus. It only dropped 14.7% last week, so that Actually, was really good. That was really so, good. It yeah. lost over 800 theaters and barely dropped yeah. anything. So we still have a really solid... We got a really solid summer going on with the box office. So um, with that being said, let's get into this weekend's numbers because uh, this weekend number, numbers are, are also very, very interesting. Um, we are going to go over the weekend of June 24th, and we had the opening for Elvis and the Black Phone. Uh, so let's get into this weekend's box office, Larry. What came in at number one? I'm actually kind of happy we're doing this today because yesterday oh. they had the top two at a tie. Uh, I saw estimates and neither of those estimates turned out right. So mm-hmm. and we broke the tie today. So, officially, coming in at number one for the weekend was Elvis, a biopic from Baz Luhrmann, obviously based on the life of Elvis Presley, made $31.2 million in its opening weekend domestically, and $51.2 million worldwide. The film is coming off of an A-minus cinema Mm -hmm. score, and certainly exceeded all pre-release uh, forecasts, which had it opening somewhere in the mid to low twenties. Yeah, I wasn't expecting thirty-one for Elvis. I was expecting probably early twenties, a little bit, maybe a mid twenties, just because the competition is so stiff. But um, yeah. uh, the top five this week is insane. Like these numbers for the top yeah. five, we haven't seen this in a very long time. But um, I thought. I, I do think this is a really, really solid number for the film. I'm sure Warner Brothers is very ecstatic for this number, uh, given all the competition that was surrounding the film. So I think $31 million for it to beat out Top Gun is pretty solid. Yeah, and it's another win for older audiences who yeah. seem like they're finally coming back to movie theaters because we've been talking about it a lot that, you know, those older aimed movies yeah. hadn't really been doing all that good at the box office and you know top gun i think has really overcome that and really is kind of an everybody movie like yeah bad movie but everyone and their mama has gone out to watch it this feels like it was really aimed at an older audience elvis of course um and they came out uh it has a 78 percent still on rotten tomatoes it's the second biggest buzz lerman opening behind the great gatsby so, uh, yeah, it's a, it, I didn't realize that this was the first biopic of Elvis Presley for the big screen. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't even realize that either. But um, higher yeah, I th- man, but not quite as much as Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think this is. I think, like I said, I think this is a really, really solid number given the weekend's time competition that went that was around it. Um, so now let's get into. 
the big story from the weekend, and that is our number two for this week. So coming in at number two, just narrowly missing out. It was part of that two-horse race yesterday at a tie. Mm-hmm. We have Top what Gun What was the Maverick. tie at? Was it like 29, 20, It was at 30.5. They both, okay. they both had estimated 30.5. Elvis actually made more than that. Top Gun made a little less. It ended up making $29.6 million in its fifth week of release, down only 33% after over a month in theaters. That brings Top Gun Maverick up to $520.8 million domestic and $1.006 billion worldwide. It's the first 2022 film to reach the billion dollar club. The first ever Tom Cruise film to reach a billion dollars and only the second to do so in the entire like COVID pandemic era after Spider-Man No Way Home. So just crazy. We have two big comic book movies that came out this year so far before Thor 11 Thunder that hasn't hit that mark yet. And we got Top Gun in week five. To cross a billion, this is a studio movie, but it's this is this is like otherworldly. Like this is this does not happen, and the like everyone is trying to give like a reason, and some of it is cringe because like, dude, that's not good enough. Any reason that you're giving as to why this is like doing so well, people like this means that people love, uh decent directed films i'm like there's plenty of those oh this means that the movies are back and i'm like there was plenty of movies to do that you know before this came out oh this means people care about story i'm like no there's like there's plenty of that you know there there is nothing to explain why this movie is doing so well it reminds me of avatar's legs when it came out and avatar when it first came out it was only dropping like 10% 10% every you know week to week and stuff like that and that that's exactly what's going on here even with massive competition the movie's dropping like 15% 20% this week it only dropped 33% which is crazy um 29 million in 5 weeks that that that's nuts and I think it's going to hold really well. We're coming up on the 4th of July weekend. We um, are. We are, yeah. And it's about to hold well again, I think. Uh, I think it's going to be number one this weekend. Oh, uh, I don't think it's going to be number one. But what's, what's I think out? it'll be number two. Uh, oh, I think like, Minions gets number one. Oh, Minions is this weekend? I didn't even yeah. realize. Okay. Yeah, this was Top Gun's last chance, I think, to get back to number one. It was really close because I think Minions has it, and then obviously Thor will take it. But yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I still think it's going to be hold. I do think it will leap over Elvis. I think Elvis will take a much bigger hit next week than Top Gun. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's so impressive because they're competing for similar audiences, Top yeah. Gun and Elvis. I think they have almost the same, um, per theater average and uh, same thing with the black phone. They all three have a very similar per theater average, right? It's I, it's insane. I don't I I can't explain it. I don't even try to explain it anymore. <laughs> the number that really is astonishing to me is it is making more here domestic, but not by much. The international number is at four hundred and eighty six thousand or four hundred eighty six million. Which this is a very America kind of movie. 
And oh, for yeah, it for to sure, do sure. those numbers overseas in other countries, that's what's really been impressive for me. I, for me, it's just like, because uh, it is kind of crazy for it to do that well overseas, but I try to give reasonings as to why it's doing so well. I know the older audiences have come back to watch it, but usually when we see that happening, like, We'll see the older audience come back. I mean, come to watch it, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Whoever wants to come see it will do the first at least two or three weeks. But it seems like the word of mouth is just still getting around between families and stuff, and uh, it's insane. Because even even when I check, like when I was checking to see the Black Phone, um, you know, Top Gun Maverick still had a lot of seats sold out. Um, and it's really kind of, it's really impressive. Um, I don't know what Paramount does from here, but I know they're going to want to do another one. I'm actually shocked. We haven't heard an announcement for anything yet because, Um, you know, it's probably Tom Cruise. He's the producer and he, you know, he has to sign on for it, I guess. I mean, I bet they probably like, ah, well, no, they they want Tom obviously back, but you know, I'm surprised they haven't just done a spinoff with Miles Taylor or something. I don't know. Uh, I said that in the review. I said, listen, I think this is a solid cast to bring back as like the little this is this is the crew now Child, you know if this were Warner Brothers I don't I guess not because they didn't go crazy with Batman either but I was like shoot well, it didn't it wasn't doing this no I it mean, didn't do this but I mean Warner Brothers would have done greenlit a million projects by now <laughs> it would have been over like oh my god well because but, listen I think if I think if here's what I'll say I think if Paramount was given the okay like as far as like from a Tom Cruise or whoever they would have announced it because a quiet place did really good, and they announced show like they announced shit for the for a quiet place, yeah. you know, like at their little Paramount. They have like a little Paramount like day or something like that, and they were, they announced a bunch of stuff for like Sonic and a quiet place, and I can totally see in them being like, oh fuck, TV show, movie, another mo- like two more movies, something <laughs> like that, you know, because this is not like this is not the old oh, movie opened up to like sixty million and it dropped to like okay like maybe like 40 percent it's doing good like it's at 600 million right now this movie just crossed a billion dollars and it's not stopping at all and i think next week with fourth of july weekend you're gonna have a huge bump yeah so i don't know and i think i do think part of it is like it's not dumb like jurassic world style yeah um but it's not like, you don't need much background to go in and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a feel-good movie. Like, yeah. you just kind of feel good and you have fun. It's the dialogue. The it's well-made. Yeah. You know, like, it's a good movie that you can have a good time with. And I think that's just appealing to people. Like, Marvel, it, it, you know, people go there for that, too, to, like, have a good time. And that's part yeah. of why I think No Way Home held like it did. But something like Doctor Strange you know, if you think it's fun, you think it's fun, but there's a lot of people who don't think that's fun. So they're not, it don't have that same kind of appeal. Or with the Doctor Strange, you kind of need a lot of backstory to and go you need into a lot that of background. too. Like, like there's who's... a show that if you haven't watched right. the show, it's pretty hard to get on board with multiverse. Yeah, like if you're casual, you do not have Disney Plus, where do these kids come from? Who are these kids? What's this little jingle playing in front of Wanda when she comes on screen for the first time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's and this, this Illuminati? I mean, I really, I, I don't know if you, like, it enhances your, this is one of those cases. It enhances your viewing if you've seen Top Gun. Yeah. But I don't know that it's even necessary 
like 100% that you've seen Top Gun before you walk in and watch Maverick. Yeah, I agree. I actually yeah. 100% agree. So I don't know, but this movie is trucking along and um, we do have a lot of more comp- stiff competition coming up. You yeah. mentioned Thor. We have Minions this week. You know, we have a couple of more things at the end of July with Nope and some other stuff. So we'll see how Top Gun Maverick does and stuff like that. But I don't see it getting below like I don't see it getting below like five million for a while, you know. Yeah. So I mean this is nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So all right, let's get into number three. What do we got? So coming in at number three is Jurassic World Dominion, which brought in twenty six point seven million dollars, falling from number one for the first time in week number three. That does bring the latest Jurassic World film up to 303.06 million domestic and 748.8 million worldwide. Yeah, I think pretty pretty solid. Uh seems like it only dropped about 54%. It's in week 3. I think 26 million dollars for Jurassic World Dominion is actually really good and it started weekend uh again it's closing in up. that worldwide number it's probably going to catch and pass batman within the next week or so that's not that's not cute okay it's about to get to number three on the worldwide list <laughs> <laughs> again that's that's not cute um he said don't remind me of that <laughs> uh yeah but i i think jurassic world is doing it's, it's doing pretty good honestly it's doing a lot better than i thought i mean because like i was just this movie this franchise i don't know well especially um, like with how poorly the last one was received yeah it just oh yeah i don't know you kind of expect uh, i mean the new cast is probably has to do with that bump but i mean here it is it's one of the it's going to be one of the biggest it's probably going to pass the batman probably it's going to take two more weeks domestic but it's mm-hmm. probably going to pass batman here in the yeah. states um so it's gonna you know it's gonna pass a huge comic book uh film of the year and yeah i don't know i i think it's going to be like dr strange i think mm-hmm. it's going to just barely be missing out on that billion but um I don't know. I feel like they should still be happy with this result. <laughs> I agree. And it took it out like about a lot of theaters this weekend too. Not a lot, but like about 800 theaters. Yeah. And so, it lost all the the big the screen premium, formats yeah. Yeah, uh, and light year too. For some reason, Elvis took those. Yeah, Elvis was in like... For what? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so I, went to, I went even to, watched it. I went to Cinemark for like the first time <laughs> and I was like, oh, Cinemark. And I was like, Man, maybe I can catch like I don't know Top Gun Maverick in that XD that they have, and it was like Elvis, and I said why? See? Because <laughs> Baz be sending your ass twirling. I can't. My my vertigo would just went would have been bananas. I, I can't do. Dude, that. I can't even watch that Gatsby clip that people. Keep that clip. I, oh my god, my head's been hurting every time I see that <laughs> clip. Oh my god. Um, and don't listen to no Amanda because she lying out her teeth when she says it don't feel like a Baz Luhrmann film. <laughs> it does. Um, that movie, yeah, it took all the premiums. It's like, what you doing, Elvis? Like for what? Yeah. Anyway, um, the Black Phone was in a couple of like Dolby theaters, but it was rare. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to number four. Speaking of the Black Phone, speaking of at number four, we have the Black Phone, which brought in twenty three point six million dollars in its opening at the domestic box office, and at the worldwide box office, the Blumhouse horror made thirty six point six million dollars in its opening weekend. 
Uh, yeah, I thought. I think this number is good. I really thought this good. movie was going to get killed this weekend, um, only because I haven't been really seeing much marketing. Uh, it's been delayed to hell a little bit. You know, it's supposed to come out in February. Uh, they pushed it a couple of. They pushed it into June randomly out of nowhere. Uh, you know, and a lot of people was complaining about the trailers showing a little bit too much. Me personally, I still think that they they probably did show a little too much of the yeah. film, uh, and and just the competition, like the competition is nuts. So for this to kind of be above Lightyear in week two, I'm actually quite impressed because I was not expecting this movie. To, I was expecting maybe like 13 million, like the rant, the you know, like the we were talking about it, like horror movies this summer, you know, like I I thought it was gonna come around 12 or 13, but. Making it go into twenty three point six million, like my only question is, what would have happened if it didn't have all this competition around it? Yeah, it's a really good opening. What really we've been good noticing, number. and it's been a constant talking point. If you listen to our box office podcast here, yeah, is that franchise horror can open big. It's been opening yeah. big with Your Spring, Place, Halloween, Scream. all of that. Uh, Candyman. Yeah. They're all the ones getting these 20 million plus, 30 million plus openings. But everything else, even if it's getting great reviews, mm-hmm. whatever the case, all the original horror has been really struggling. <laughs> like, well, last night in Soho, Malignant. Opening at We've 5 seen it, yeah. million. Like, mm-hmm. bad, bad openings. So, the the optimistic views going into this weekend where maybe it can reach Sinister and Sinister opened to $18 million. So mm-hmm. people were like, okay, if it opens great, it's going to be like maybe high teens. So for this movie yeah. to cross, jump over Sinister and get $23 Leap <laughs> over Sinister. <laughs> yo, I mean, that's that's really a promising number. And we talked about how last week was the first time in years three movies made over 4 million or 40 million. This is the first time since I believe 2018 that the top four have all made over $20 million at the box office. Yeah. I listen, first of all, this means Blumhouse. You got to give Scott Derrickson another bag. Anyway, give him I think original film, give him, let him have that bag for a new original. I, the you know what I think it is. And there's been plenty of original horror, but I think, there was something special about this first trailer. Like the first trailer was really good. And I heard about this movie. I saw the post. I was like, what the hell is this? Um, you know, and then like when I saw the trailer for the first time last year, I was like, this looks really good, you know, and it's a cool concept. And he's so good as these like visuals. We just did the review as far as like atmosphere and visuals and stuff. And it definitely feels like a summer horror movie to go see with a bunch of your friends you know, and check it out. And uh, I'm really happy. I love when original horror or just horror in general does well. Um, I do like when like the, you know, the franchise stuff do well, but it always means a little bit more when original IP does even better, you know? So yeah, I'm really happy, at it, especially just because like, I'm so shocked because there is a lot of competition right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we got like, it's in the number four, I would have preferred it at number two since it's a new release. But the fact that it's, you know, it's, it hung up there only $3 million from Jurassic World, only about $5 million from Top Gun Maverick, and, you know, just under $10 million away from Elvis. I think that's really, really good. It's something to, to tip your hat on if you're, uh, if you're Universal and Blumhouse. 
And here it is again. I know we've been talking about it all year because <laughs> every time I knew we're probably going to hear it again here shortly mm-hmm. with Thor coming out. We're going to hear all the complaining. We're going to hear everybody mad. You know, Thor, everybody's watching Thor. It's making all the money, blah, blah, blah. But this year, if anything, yeah, the franchise movies are still doing very well, as per usual. But the original films have have really overperformed. Uh, We're seeing it with the Black Phone. Elvis is an original film. Of course, it's based off of a famous person, but it's still original and it's Baz Luhrmann uh, going nuts. Uh, we had Everything Everywhere All at Once, which has been one of the breakout you know, stories of the whole year. Mm-hmm. But we've had a lot of original new films this year that have overperformed at the box office. And I'm just glad to see the Black Phone join that rank. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really, I'm just really excited for uh, the film. I know this means when stuff like this happens for Blumhouse, they usually follow up with the director. Or they'll follow up with like just doing their own thing. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that they, they, they try to bring they try to bring Scott Derrickson back with something else new. Um I wouldn't want I I absolutely would not want to see a sequel to this. I think this is good enough as its own kind of film. Um and I'm, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna try to see it again, you know, soon. But I, I think the movie was phenomenal. So I'm here's super the thing. Happy. Here's what Blumhouse mm-hmm. does. It only costs eighteen million to make and it's already made double that at the worldwide yeah. box office in one weekend. Yeah, so I That's the game, yeah. y'all. Yeah, so I, I I think this is only this is this is this is a good thing for uh for 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 the movie and uh Blumhouse. So uh yeah, number number five. Ooh, all right. So coming in <laughs> at number five is Lightyear, which made eighteen point one million dollars in its second week of release, which is an astonishing. 64% mm-hmm. drop for a Pixar film. That is a horrible drop for a Pixar film. I'm pretty sure that's unprecedented outside of maybe onward. I'd have to look. But uh, that brings the film up to $89 million after two weeks of release, domestic, and $152.8 million worldwide. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Here's what happened with this movie, right? When you you and I are buffs, we consider ourselves both movie buffs, into movies, we'll go see anything, whatever. I, I have a little bit more of like a, like I'm a little bit more like, okay, <laughs> so I don't, I'm a, y'all, you and like Tyler, y'all go see anything. But like, you know, I, what the problem with this movie is that there was never any good press with the movie when it came to casuals. The press and the talk of casuals was why, you know, like nobody was asking for this film, you know, like everyone loves the the Toy Story movies. And when you when you put out a random and I mean, random like Lightyear spinoff or prequel of the toy that Andy had and this is the movie that he saw and like, no, like it it doesn't give off the like oh my God, we're getting a Frozen 2 or like, oh my God, we're getting Incredibles 2. You know what I mean? Like it felt like a cheap kind of move to a lot of people that I've at least heard from or talked to. And uh, even with critics, like the praises that was coming from like the premiere, whatever, the first reactions, they were good, but they wasn't like otherworldly. We got to go see this film. So it just feels like a movie that's just coming. It's going to come and go. Like it already kind of is like, 
this is like the only film in the top five that dropped so big, you know, like we got, we got 30% drops, 50% drops, 40% drops. And this one is up to 64, almost 70. I mean, that's a really, uh, to put it into perspective, I mean, we talk about how amazing Top Gun has done. Even Jurassic World Dominion, which opened huge, over 140 million, dropped less than Lightyear, which Mm -hmm. opened at 50. I mean, that's horrible. Just looking at these numbers, Onward is the one that dropped bigger, but the caveat is Onward only played in movie theaters for two weeks because of Mm -hmm. COVID. It it had a it got killed second weekend seventy two percent drop because of COVID because of COVID the lockdowns and everything. Oh, Every other week. Pixar movie, I, mm-hmm. this is the worst Pixar drop. Other than yeah. that, I mean, Cars <sighs> two dropped sixty percent. The Good Dinosaur dropped sixty percent. But most Pixar movies drop in the fifties at worst. Yeah. So this it's is tough. not good. I mean, I really it's wish, tough. Uh, and the debate has been raging. Everyone, again, everyone's wanting a point to what is it? Was it the weird story? Uh, was it the queer kiss? Was the mm-hmm. controversy? Was it um, the the Tim Allen, Chris Evans thing? What what was it that, that ruined Lightyear? I really think it's just the concept. I agree. I think it's just nobody was, nobody wanted it. Nobody was like, like, like every time the movie the trailer would play, it just was, it just, I felt nothing, you know, and I just, and I'm someone who I, that's one of my favorite franchises is Toy Story, and if I can feel nothing, you don't even have the same actor, dude, like, you know, he doesn't even look like himself, it looks like a fella, it it just, it's, it's just everything around it was not good, as far as the, like, it just, it just, and I, and I recently just watched a movie um, and I liked the movie, but I just, why? You know, it just did not feel warranted, really. Honestly, and I think I a really, lot of audiences thought that. I really wish, and I'm on this train, yeah. I wish they would have released one of their original films into theaters rather than this. Rather like, than this, like, I, I what, know what was it, riskier. Turning Red? Any, what, I, what else? I know Turning Red would have been riskier, but, you know. Luca? I, I think it would have paid off. Luca, I think, I think Luca would have dwarfed this, even though I'm not a fan of Luca. I think oh. if Luca had been put to theaters or Soul had been put to theaters, I think they would have crushed these light year numbers. I agree. Uh, but for those that are freaking out, it's it's a it's an underperformance for Pixar, but mm-hmm. it's about to pass the bad guys already, which has done well at the box office. Um, but it's about to pass that DreamWorks movie. I mean, it's for an animated release, it's still gonna do well. Yeah. To the point where I think Disney can't be like, okay, well, Pixar, you're never getting a theater release again. Honestly, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. Lightyear should have been a straight to Disney Plus. Like, it's just, uh, nobody wants to go see it in theaters. And it's going to get, honestly, it had a huge drop this weekend. Minions is going to kill it next weekend. Like, oh, absolutely. It's over for Pixar yeah. next weekend. <laughs> absolutely. Lightyear, and- your run is over. And personally, I just and it's not like the movie completely bombed. It made no. fifty million, yeah, but it just compared movie. to every. It's kind of like Solo or like Ant Man yes. compared yeah. to the other films. It's not great. Like Toy Story four. Like when we when we were doing predictions, remember I remember you was like, oh, Lightyear. I'll see like I don't know seventy, and I was like, Larry, for real? Like you know, Toy Story four did a hundred and something million, yeah. you know, and you were closer to me. So it's just, I mean, 
Toy Story 4 opened up massive. Like, it was like, what was it? $120 million domestic. And this, this is, reminds me of, like, Hobbs and Shaw. It just reminds me of, like, so many things where a studio think they have, like, something here. But you don't. Yeah. You know? And... And the movie wasn't bad. It was just, it was just, why are we doing this again? You know, yeah, so. It just is kind of a baffling choice from Pixar. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into number, where we go? Where we're we at? Uh, oh, that's it. That so let's, five. let's go yeah. into some other stories from the week, weekend. Dr. Strange, still truck in barely over a meal. Dropped 60% mm-hmm. this week, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once is finally losing some steam. Yeah, it's finally falling off after all this uh, time. Fourteen weeks. <laughs> hey, I'm happy with the sixty-six million though. Yeah. So I mean, it killed it. And then, mm-hmm. little Marcel, the shell with shoes on, uh, okay. was our platform release of the weekend from A24. It only released into six theaters, but it made one hundred sixty-nine thousand from those six theaters for a twenty-eight point two thousand dollar per theater average. Which I was about to, I was about, I was about to harp on this number but i didn't realize it was in six theaters so that's, this is good this is actually <laughs> yeah, really good <laughs> six theaters were good we can we can live yeah. with this are you hyped for marcel i don't know larry i mean you you'll be trying to trap me into these Ooh. like little because you know like how i am and you know like what i'm going to see and like i'm not as bad as hannah hannah like see like a movie like every Ooh. couple of months. but like like, you know how I'm going to be. I've heard good stuff about this Phantom of the Open. I do kind of want to check it out. It's just finding time to sneak it in before it's yeah. taken out of all the theaters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, rest, uh, Uncharted crossed 400 mil A at the, gym, at the Worldwide. Little, can you not? You got to get in your little Uncharted praise. Uncharted, the fifth biggest worldwide <laughs> release of the year from Hollywood right now. A. <laughs> oh. Uncharted, can you not? Um, uh, I think I think I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go down the list here. Um, There's not a lot of these are like I just don't. I've never even heard of some of these. Like what is this Jug Jug Geo? I have no idea. This cat video fest. What the hell is going on? How they do that mess like every year? They do. <laughs> yes, that cat the video. What the hell's up with this top ten? <laughs> What's going on? Who's Biba? Biba. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about, man? Down here, the thirty-two opening. <laughs> um. All right. What do we have? What do we have this weekend? You said we have Mignons. That's it. Yeah, I think that's eh. it. What are you thinking? I'm thinking um, like fifty million. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like I, I I don't think it's coming anywhere near the last Minions movie. What but, didn't that do like a hundred and something million dollars? Yeah, one fifteen. Fucking the last Minions. I don't know. I will was it say called this. Minions? Yeah, it was called Minions, and it Listen, opened to one fifteen. Let's no, let's not completely like you know. They dwarfed that Minions movie. Dwarfed all of the Despicable Me opening. So, <laughs> goddamn Minions, man. The people love the little Minions. I mean, these kids. Look, we all get mad and we get annoyed. <laughs> we all get stuff mad. like the Despicable Me and the Minions. But listen, they appeal to the audience they are supposed to appeal to because they do. these children love them little damn Minions. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe, maybe let's uh, cause Box Office Pro, I think Box Office Pro had it at like sixty. So yeah, I'm like looking. I'm like, all right. Do I think it can match Despicable Me three? And that opened at seventy two. So let me go sixty five. I'm gonna go sixty five for Minions two. I can't do that high. Quite <laughs> the rise of Gru. <laughs> I personally cannot do that high. So, when are you gonna go see the little yellow pills at the box office, Larry? I don't like the minion movies. I With just a little eyeball in the middle. They never like appeal to me. I don't know what it is. My Dana loves the minions, and I'm oh, like, bro. See, let me. You know what? Let me friend Dana on Facebook. Get Dana to to pester you to go to the minions. <laughs> She's like, oh see. fuck. <laughs> Larry, don't do that shit. Real talk, you know, and that's that's the thing with uh, illumination. Of course, we'll talk mm-hmm. about it a little bit more next week. But part of their their like business savvy is not only most all of their movies do pretty well, yeah, but they are always cheap. Like where Pixar cost one hundred and fifty million out to two hundred probably to make Lightyear, Minions mm-hmm. probably like seventy five eighty mil. And they know they're going to make that back quick, <laughs> you know? Like, right, right. And I don't know. Come on, Dwayne. We're, I can't we'll be it, looking right. for the Cinemania review of the Minions next weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, good luck, <laughs> I guess, because I don't know. Um, okay, then after that, after that, I think it's uh, what oh, after? After Minions this weekend. I don't think. Because no, Nope is like. two weeks, right? Oh Thor, yeah, the weekend after a store. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Listen, I don't think we, I don't think we have to come back this Sunday for a show. So, because it's minions, I don't care. <laughs> but I'm a mess, Jaden. But uh, hit him Jayden. up on on. Oh, Twitter. actually, yeah, I think he did ask me about about doing minions. God damn it, y'all gonna maybe talk about the minion movie? God. All right, let's let's if we don't come back this week, let's do some predictions for Thor. What are you thinking? I'm still let's thinking, do some early yo, predictions for Thor. The people are shook. Like I'm getting a little friend group. I've already <laughs> okay. I'm going with Leo. Leo knew he knew this is the one. I'll put I'll put aside all the pride and head to the early screening with him. So I'm going with Leo to the early <laughs> what screening. What happened, Larry? You're not talking about um, that shit. Ah! You... <laughs> Listen, I, I'll be at the early screening for Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, what's up? Um, and then smart. I already got my tickets to see it both Thursday and Friday that it comes out. I'm so um, tired. I'm so tired of And, and all my friends, they be shocked when we, because we're seeing it in IMAX on Friday, and that theater is pretty damn full, and they are shook to their core. They're like, oh my God, why is it so full already? I'm like, girl, please. <laughs> Did you see the last trailer? That's why it's full you up need in to there. to stop, man. You like, know, so selective ass. Because he's like, ooh, Leo, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me to that sheet, like, immediately. <laughs> oh, Listen, my God. you already know. I already got that shit muted across the socials. But I'm going to be there at that damn Well, I did, hear, I did hear this. I did hear the, where, when are you going with Leo? Y'all going Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday is the is like the first couple of press. That's when me and Alex are going on Wednesday. Oh. I'm excited. I did hear good things about the post credit, but you know what that means. People were raving about the Doctor Strange post credit. Ah. That, that shit was trash. So. Dwayne ain't never gonna get over that Doctor Strange post credit. That Doctor Strange post credit. I really cannot. 
Both of them. They're both trash. I can't do it. Stop. Let Bruce Campbell <laughs> live his best life. <laughs> no, they're both bad. Anyway, um, I am excited to see the movie and I'm excited to, you know, embargoes are going to be lifting. So we'll see what anybody says. Mm-hmm. But um, all right. So I think before we get off of here, I think I see, uh, I don't I'm kind of going a little lower than I, I don't know. I said around 190. I think I'm going to go like 160. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a lot of these Marvel movies, Larry. Like, how many? You know, at, at some point, the general audience is going to be like, "Damn, like another one." This are we even done this year at the Thor? No, no. Don't we got Black Panther? Ooh, they put that poster up, and I was shook. I'm like, Which oh, one? y'all really going through with that this year? Oh, Wakanda Forever, right? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. shocked when I saw that standee coming out to theaters. I'm like, not in all theaters, but a theater employee yeah, posted that yeah. shit up. And I was like, what? <laughs> Marvel, you didn't delay that? I know I, that. Well, the, it ready. looks like they're doing Comic Con, so I think that's when we're going to probably see a trailer Child. or something. Trailer of what? <laughs> that shit ain't ready. <laughs> That shit what? ain't even done filming. Like, it's what is going a, on? It's going to be a giant blue screen. Here's your trailer, right. man. They <laughs> just little... going to have goddamn Lupita Nyong'o's little head bobbing around the blue screen like <laughs> COVID head ass. Like, what? Oh, stop it. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to be trying to dip and dodge that, little, that damn uh, Sherry at all costs in the trailer. <laughs> so what are you? what are you, what are you thinking for it? I'm going to go, shit, now you got me all scared. I can't be the one over predicting. <laughs> Listen, let me stick with like 180. Wait, what did you say? 180. All right, all right. So I'm around 160, around 180. We'll see. Um. All right. All right, everyone. That is it for, my throat's getting dry. We just did two shows, man. All right, everyone, that is it for our episode of the Box Office Beatdown show that you guys were... Oh, my God, it's not that. It's not that. It's not the title anymore. The Box Office Report show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, as always. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemiac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Larry, let everyone know. Yeah, if you are ready for the real take, if you want to see the real reaction coming out of Thor Love and Thunder come Wednesday... Go ahead and follow Chili Boy YT on Twitter. Ooh, <laughs> are you, you dropping the social media reaction? Oh, shit. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and YouTube over at Chili Boy Productions. <laughs> Let me find out. Are you dropping the reaction on Wednesday? <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.